Hi, good evening. Welcome back to the undergraduate course of inorganic chemistry. I'm still your teaching assistant, Tianzi Wang. Last time, we talked about the basic types of chemical reactions, that is, composition, decomposition, replacement, and the metathesis. Today, we'll talk about another way of classifying chemical reactions, and that is the oxidation reduction theory. So after this session, I hope that you will be able to give a formal definition of the term oxidation and of reduction. That you will be able to tell the difference between being oxidized and combining with oxygen. It will also be a good idea if you explain what happens when one chemical species is oxidized or reduced, that is, the important role played by electrons in oxidation and reduction, which we will talk about it later. Okay, let's begin. First of all, the modern and the most accepted definitions of oxidation and of reduction. The oxidation is the losing of electrons by a chemical species in a chemical reaction. And reduction, on the contrary, is the acquiring of electrons by a chemical species in a chemical reaction. Here, the chemical species can be either an atom or a molecule or a functional group or anything else that participates in the reaction as a whole. This definition might seem simple or quite easy for you. Uh, however, as we proceed and we will meet more and more complex reactions, it might not be so obvious to tell if it is an oxidation or if it is a reduction. Uh, anyway, just remember this definition and return back and check it again if you have doubts in the future. Alright, uh, it might be quite easy uh, for us to classify the chemical reactions as oxidation or reductions, the acquiring or the losing of electrons. But in history, people had just struggled in understanding what happens in even the most basic reactions in the daily life, like burning. Uh, and the most famous attempt is the phlogiston theory. It's supposed that it's the existence of a matter called phlogiston, which supports all types of burning. When the material burns, it releases phlogistons and then becomes ashes. Because ashes do not have phlogiston, they cannot be burned. Mm, this theory succeeded in explaining organic tissues like wood, cotton, lose weight after being burned. But it failed to explain other types of materials like metals 
who gains weight after burning. So there must be something incompatible with the idea of phlogiston. And it is exactly from this metal burning experiment that the French scientist Antoine de Lavoisier had established the oxidation theory where the modern chemistry has begun. The burning of materials is now seen as the reactions with oxygen. For example, the metal lead, when it is burned, it combines with oxygen and it forms the lead oxide. We call it an oxidation of lead. Uh, other substances like mercury oxide can go contrary. Uh, the mercury oxide it decomposes into the elemental mercury and oxygen. It's just like the reverse reaction of the oxygen combination. So we call it reduction. So here, the oxidation is the combination with oxygen and the reduction on the contrary is the departing of oxygen. So far so good. We now have another two reactions to identify. Uh, some of you might have seen them before, but I still recommend you to pa pause the video and ponder them a little bit. In the first reaction, the hydrogen peroxide undergoes decomposition to give water and oxygen. So here, is the water being oxide or reduced? In the second reaction, the trinitrotoluene, also known as the TNT, undergoes explosion when strike by external forces. We see that it gives the element carbon, the carbon monoxide, the elemental nitrogen, as well as water, but there's no release of oxygen. So here, the second reaction, is it uh, oxidation or reduction or something else? We find it difficult to interpret this type of reactions with the traditional idea of uh, oxygen combination and oxygen departing. So it is necessary for us to establish a new theory that can comprise a wider range of reactions. And here it is. The definition of oxidation and reduction no longer relies on the presence of oxygen, but on the movement of electrons among chemical species. When one species here denoted by the X gives its electrons to another species here, the Y, we say that X is oxidized and Y is reduced. And when Y gives back its electrons 
to x, we said that x is reduced and y is oxidized. So with this new theory, our previous question can be seen as follows. The lead, when reacting with oxygen, gives its own electrons to the oxygen and then combines with oxygen to form lead oxide. Both transfer of electrons and the combination with oxygen took place here. The oxygen in the mercury oxide, when heated, will give back its electron to mercury and then leaves mercury. So here we see both the transfer of electrons and the departing of oxygen. In the thermal decomposition of hydrogen peroxide, we also have the transfer of electrons. So here, one oxygen atom gives its electrons and the other oxygen atom takes it. And we finally have one oxygen atom in water reduced and the other one in oxygen gas oxidized. Having accepted the idea of electron transfer among chemical species, we shall find many more reactions that fall into the category of oxidation and reduction. For example, in the photosynthesis, the oxygen in the water molecule is oxidized and the electron it possesses is transferred to NADP+, where the energy of the light is stored and then is used for the synthesis of glucose. And in the process of film exposure, the silver bromide, a light-sensitive substance, decomposes when the bromine gives its electrons back to silver, leaves the silver as the nuclei of a future image, the so-called Latin image. We shall find many more examples about a large varieties of the oxidation and the reduction reactions. To summarize, oxidation is the losing of electrons by a chemical species in a chemical reaction, and reduction is the acquiring of electrons by a chemical species in a chemical reaction. Please note that the oxygen itself can be oxidized or reduced as demonstrated in the thermal decomposition of hydrogen peroxide, and also that oxygen generally involves in many oxidation and reduction reactions, but this is not always the case, as we have seen in the film exposure reactions. So that is all of our today's course. If you have any questions, or if you have any ideas about my teaching, my speaking, my pronunciation, or anything you'd like to suggest, please do not hesitate to contact me either by emails, by mobile phones, or just coming and talk 
during the office hour. Hope seeing you next time. Bye.